AM850KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. We are a listener-supported broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate. We do rely on your support for this ministry to continue. So please preferably consider making a year-end gift to KFUO today. I'm Gary, and this is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our Moment in Creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Good afternoon, Pastor Worth. Good afternoon, Gary. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Now, I'm reading here about a great conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn. They're saying it's kind of like the Christmas star (laughs) that's going on on December (laughs) 21st of this year. Is it the same thing as the Christmas star? Well... No, it's not. But let's let's first of all make sure our listeners are are tuned into this and uh, aware of what's going on because it's cool all by itself. You know the the way the Lord created the solar system so that from the standpoint of uh, an observer on the face of planet Earth, we can look up and see these wonderful things that God has made: the sun, the moon, stars, and planets. And now, of course, planets seem like stars; they're little bright points of light out there. But obviously, we've been looking at them, observing them for many, many years, and since the time of Galileo, been able with telescopes to see them resolve down to disks, and we realize, okay, they also are objects the Lord has made that uh, go around the sun as planet Earth does, and so their apparent motions, from the standpoint of somebody on the face of Earth, they seem to wander, And but the more you study them, you realize that those so-called wanderings across the sky of these planets is predictable, and uh, when you work out the math, as people have, you say, oh, okay, so Jupiter, uh, which is right now the brightest object in the western sky right after sunset, is a little bit closer to the sun than Saturn is. Uh, these two gas giant planets both move around the sun in such a way that the one nearer the sun, Jupiter, laps the one that's further out, Saturn. But from the standpoint of an observer on planet Earth, every 20 years or so, they seem to come rather close together as we observe them from planet Earth. And so um, that's happening again. Some of us are old enough, may remember this happened in the year 2000 and 20 years before that in the year 1980. But this one is special because on December 21st of our of this year, 2020, they will be uh, close together. It's 0.1 degree of observation up in the sky. So they'll appear to be very, very close together. And it hasn't been this close for at least 400 years. Sky and Telescope says it was July of the year 1623. I saw a few other sources that said it was the year 1226. So I wonder whether it has to do with how close they appear and where you are on the face of planet Earth to observe them. So maybe it's a combination. Or maybe it has to do with the fact that it is in December rather than in some other time of year. Mm-hmm. At any rate, I've read 16, years, yeah, I read 1623 right. also is what I heard. Yeah, pretty cool anyway. Yeah. So uh, kind of a rare opportunity for our people to see. If you haven't already done so, maybe each night when it's clear, you should go out there and take a look right after sunset, about a half hour after sunset, to see if you can observe them. Jupiter is easy to see. Saturn's a little harder to see because now with a little bit of twilight after sundown, you know, it may be a little harder to see. But they are there, and they're getting closer and closer together from our standpoint. And on December 21st, they will be that close. Really, really something to see. And uh, so I I hope people will take the time to see these and reflect on God, our Creator, as they do so. But what about—does this have anything to do with Christmas? Could this be the Star of Bethlehem? 
Well, you know that there are plenty of people over the years who have conjectured that the star that appeared to guide the wise men to the place where uh, the infant Christ was, uh, was either a conjunction, maybe even a triple conjunction of planets, or maybe it was something else like a supernova or a comet or an uh, asteroid or something like this. None of those actually fit what the scriptures say. If you read Matthew chapter 2 and the account of God leading the wise men there, after they went to uh, Jerusalem and talked to Herod and, and the, the scribes and priests who sent them to Bethlehem, then we read in Matthew chapter 2, verse 9, after listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. So no natural uh, phenomenon uh, does that. You see, whether you saw a conjunction of planets or a supernova or something like that, it's not going to guide you to the very place. It doesn't move in front of you and guide you to the place where the child was. Obviously, this was supernatural. There is no naturalistic explanation that's going to fit this. But, you know, God specializes in miracles, and he used that miraculous beacon to guide these wise men uh, from the eastern regions to come and worship Jesus, and they did. Going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshiped him and offered their treasures of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and then, of course, warned by God in a dream not to return to Herod, they went back to their own country another way. So uh, what's, what's the connection here for us? You know, God is the creator, and when we look at his creation, we marvel and we give glory to him. And looking at the stars and the planets, it's just another opportunity for us to give thanks and, and praise to God our Creator. But especially, it does remind us, especially that it should be now in December, right before we celebrate uh, the birth of our Savior, as we do every Christmas. It reminds us uh, of the Star of Bethlehem, that God miraculously provided this beacon to guide these wise men there. And now, by the light of His Word, He leads us to worship Jesus as our Savior and King. And how wonderful that is, that we are not left in the dark, we're not left to speculation and conjecture, we know by God's own word that Jesus is the Christ, the promised anointed one, the Messiah, the one who was born of Mary to be our Savior, who went to Calvary's cross to pay for our sins, who rose from the dead on the third day, who's coming again as King of kings and Lord of lords, uh, who is the light of the world. And so uh, may we all have the joy of observing this special rare sight of the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, we give glory and praise to God, our Creator, and our Redeemer. So as awesome as this is, it's not as awesome as the Christmas star was. Not as awesome as the Christmas star or the star of the show, which is Jesus, right? Right. So that's, he, he is truly awesome. That's a great miracle that God should come down, the Word made flesh, Christ, who is true God, coming down to be our brother and to be our Savior, true God and true man, to offer himself as a sacrifice for our sins. That is the big miracle. Uh, but all these other things should always point to that, point to Jesus, point to him as the light of the world. And, uh, and we can talk about this. You know, it's, a, it's an opportunity to talk to your friends, your neighbors uh, about this. You know, so looking at something natural, like the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, can give us an opportunity to bring the light of the gospel to other people. And to tell them about the real Christmas star. 
you got it. That's right. Jesus, who is the light of the world. Right. Would you lead us in a prayer? I would be happy to do so. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we praise you for all that you have made. We thank you that in addition to the sun and the moon, you place the stars and the planets in the heavens and have given us eyes to see and minds to think about these wonders and to stand in awe as we observe them. But uh, we're mostly in awe, O Lord, of your grace, that you had mercy upon us sinners and promised that in the fullness of time sent your Son, Jesus, to be our Savior, born of Mary, born in Bethlehem so long ago. You led the wise men by the light of the star to come and worship him, and now by the light of your word. You have brought us also to worship Jesus as our Savior and King. Help us, whenever we see the glories of creation, to turn to your word, to see what you tell us there, and especially to find there Jesus, your Son, and our Savior. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Worth. You are welcome. We are the messenger of good news. You can find us worldwide at kfuo.org. We're at AM 850 here in the St. Louis region.